With the holiday season just around the corner, we take a close look at the state of retail. This is The Markets. Hi, I'm Sam Grobart. Today, I'm joined by Scott Feiler, a consumer sector specialist in our global banking and markets group. Scott, thanks so much for joining us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. You cover the consumer sector, and the U.S. consumer has been a big part of the overall economy's performance and even resilience. But we did learn this week that retail sales fell in October. That's the first time it's happened since March. Do you think consumers are starting to pull back? Yeah, absolutely. The consumer is definitely starting to pull back. And so we don't want to see the consumer fall off a cliff. We want to sort of thread that needle perfectly where we see a little bit of a slowdown, but not the consumer to be challenged, just a little bit stretched. That's what we're seeing now. We have seen the consumer pull back some. We've heard from Walmart. We've heard from Home Depot. We've heard from others where results are okay still, but they have acknowledged there's a pullback a little bit on the discretionary side, especially in September and the second part of October. So you just mentioned a couple of big retailers, and we did hear big earnings reports this week from places like Target, Home Depot, Walmart. Many of these were a bit surprising to the upside. What are the results telling you? Yeah, I think the results are telling us that the consumer is stretched. They've retrenched a little bit, especially in September and October, which is what most corporates have told us. But they are still somewhat resilient. They are still spending. They're showing up, but they're definitely showing up a little less frequently. How is that translated into the earnings of some of these companies? Sure. So earnings are actually really good still. The consumer is slowing enough that top line is missing a tiny bit. So most of these companies are seeing something like 100 or 200 basis points slowdown in terms of their top line growth rates. But it's not translating into earnings revisions lower. Margins are still very clean. That's because inventories are clean. Freight costs are moving in the right direction. Labor costs are coming in some, which companies have called out. So while top line has been a little more challenged and we've seen earnings revisions move up, top line has come down and earnings have gone up still. You, you mentioned a little bit about discretionary versus consumables. Just wanted to go a little deeper into that. What sectors in retail are performing extremely well and maybe what are some that are not? There's definitely dispersion across end markets, that's for sure. Let's start with things that aren't performing well. Big ticket items, super discretionary items. So anything tied to home or housing is more challenged. Autos is a little more challenged right now. On the flip side, all is not bad. We've had good results from restaurants. So people are still spending on experiences, travel. That spend on services is still below pre-COVID trend line. And so we're still seeing a catch up. Restaurants told us that October spending got better. They're one of the only in markets that told us that. So pullback in housing and autos, strength in restaurants and smaller ticket experiences. Earlier this week, we saw the latest consumer price index print, which led many on the street to conclude the Fed is done raising rates. That doesn't mean that they're cutting them just yet. What does this higher for longer rate regime mean for retailers? So higher for longer rates, what we've seen is spending slow on those big ticket finance purchases, autos, home-related purchases we think will remain under a little bit of pressure, RV-type purchases, power sports, the motorcycles and boats of the world. Those kind of things will remain challenged probably for the next year and a half if interest rates remain high, even if they've peaked somewhat. But consumers will still spend on smaller ticket stuff. Apparel will remain okay. Footwear will remain okay. Restaurant spending will remain okay. Consumers do still have money and are still interested in spending money just on the smaller ticket, non-interest rate driven purchases. Obviously, next week will be Black Friday. Huge shopping day kicks off the holiday shopping season. What are you going to be looking at for that next week? 
I think trends will actually be okay. Again, companies have told us that event-based shopping is still good. It's the shoulder periods in between events that is, that is where we've seen the slowdown. But consumers do come out around events. We expect Black Friday to actually be pretty good. We think there's some pent-up demand to spend into next week. We think it's going to be on apparel. We think it's going to be on footwear. We think it's going to be on smaller ticket electronics. But we do think it's going to be okay. And the consumer group, as measured by the XRT, which is the retail ETF, does have its best month over the last 10 years on average in November because Black Friday spend is pretty good. I'm specifically watching consumer electronics next week. Always a big focus for Black Friday. People are looking for a product cycle in consumer electronics into next year. And we think the first thing that people are going to look for is how things are trending in consumer electronics next week around Black Friday when it's normally very much in focus. Besides Black Friday, what else is going to be on your mind going into the next week? Next week, we have a bunch of different big box retailers still to report. So that'll be very much in focus for our consumer investors. We have Black Friday trends, which are obviously going to be in focus. And we have housing data, the existing home sales, which have been a very big focus for investors who have been cautious on housing that'll be out next week. Those are the three things we're watching. Scott, thanks so much. Of course. Thanks for having me on. That does it for another episode of The Markets. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your streaming audio. I'm Sam Grobart. Thanks so much for listening. The opinions and views expressed in this program are not necessarily the opinions of Goldman Sachs or its affiliates. This program should not be copied or published without the express written consent of Goldman Sachs. Each brand mentioned in this program is the property of the company to which it relates and is not used to imply any ownership or license rights. Goldman Sachs is not providing any financial, economic, legal, investment, accounting, or tax advice through this program. Neither Goldman Sachs nor any of its affiliates make any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of any information contained in this program. Theme music was composed by Soundboard.